Welcome back to the Good Earth Podcast. This is Abby with Christians on Campus, and we're excited to be back with episode 68, the last episode of our series, I Will Build My Church. We're so glad that we've been able to enjoy this topic this fall semester. In the past weeks, we've been talking about the function of a believer in the church. You've probably heard before about the Lord's return, and that nobody knows the date or the time of his second coming. Have you ever heard before that the Lord's coming can be hastened by you? What does it look like to live in such a way that we would hasten the Lord's coming? Stay tuned as Danny opens up how we can function for the Lord's return in our Christian life today. We're going to begin our last Bible study of the semester. So hopefully we can kind of wrap things up. We'll do a little bit of review and hopefully tie it together for this semester. Um, and then we have actually a lot of announcements at the the end. So, okay, so again, to, we started the topic, which was, I will build my church from Matthew 16. This was the Lord speaking. And we've been going over what that is, why it's significant. Again, why it's so significant that the Lord speaking about the church being built is fulfilled is because when this is fulfilled, when the church is built adequately on this earth, the Lord returns. We want the Lord's, it's not just arbitrary. It's not just one day, one hour, the Lord will return and we're just waiting. And we, we just, we sit here and we wait. No, our living can contribute very much to the Lord's return. How we live in seeing this fulfilled, the church being built, is opens the way for the Lord to come back and return. And so, okay, the church, but we had to cover certain aspects, what the church is, what it's not, that it, it's more than just even people, more than just believers being built. It is. It is people. But as we saw that these people have Jesus Christ within them, that he was the grain of wheat that fell into the ground that died, that his life would be released and there would be many grains. And so the believers are the, the many grains, the, the increase, the multiplication of, of Christ. The church is also, as was covered, it's God's dwelling place on the earth. God doesn't dwell in just, in just any, in a physical building, no building. He dwells in people, in his people or his dwelling place on this earth. We also saw that the church is, from another angle, the body of Christ. It's his body. It's how he can move, how he can be expressed, how he can carry out his will. His desire on the earth is through his body, which all the believers are the many members that make up his body. And we saw that every member is needed. Every member is indispensable. And, and then this kind of goes into when we start touching into practical things, but every member has a function. Because we're covering all these things to see what the church is. It's kind of giving us a view or a vision of, of the church. But then we need to see practically how is this carried out? How is the church being built today? Abby here. 
It's been such a wonderful experience growing in our knowledge of God and his word this semester on Wright State campus. We hope this has been a time to deepen your relationship with Christ and love him more than you did before. Looking forward to this next year, we're excited to be resuming our Bible study on campus at the same time, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. in Wright Hall 020. Hope to see you there. Back to Danny. I see this and I say, yes, I want the church to be built. I want my life to contribute to the building of a church. What does this look like for me in my living? And so again, it looks like I'm a member and I have a function. And, and every other believer is a member and they have a function. And so both I need to function, I have a portion, I have something, that I need to give, and I need to receive from others what they have, because they have a function. A function, And that if, what, like we covered, if I don't function, then the whole body's affected. And if others don't function, the, it's not just them not functioning, the other members are affected, because we need each one. And so, again, and then going further, we covered last week, part of that function, what we could all do, because in the functioning, there was also the aspect that we covered 1 Corinthians 12 about, on the one hand, it's gifts given, that to each one, particular gifts are given. And Jake read, you know, we went through 1 Corinthians of just all those gifts, the word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, healing, a gift of faith, and just all those. Also in Romans, it has a whole list of gifts given as the different members. But then, as you keep going, it's the I or the ear, or the foot, or the hand, so members. And something we can, we can all do is we can all pray. We can all, and this is speak. And particularly what John Michael covered last week is we can speak for the Lord. We can speak for the Lord. And this is prophecy. And the Bible talks about prophecy and again we touch this matter prophecy can include um, something futuristic or foretelling or miraculous but that's not the main prophecy that's mentioned throughout the entire bible it's mainly to speak for the lord the lord wants to say something and someone is one with the lord in their speaking and that's the Lord's words coming forth from them. In that speaking, that imparts life, it builds up, it encourages, it supplies. And specifically, we have a verse in 1 Corinthians 14 that tells us exactly what builds the church. It's the only verse that actually says this. Prophecy, prophesying builds the church. It, that's what builds the church, is speaking. The speaking one with the Lord. And so, but prayers involved, John Michael even shared, you know, our, our spirits involved, because we are believers, we have a spirit, we have received the Lord Jesus, and he shared the verse that now the Lord is one with us, we're joined one in spirit, and so when our speaking is from our spirit, the Lord has a way to speak, to impart something, to build up and so okay so we covered these aspects so now this is not separate but this is going in line with this we're going to look at some more verses 
not just our functioning, which we do need to function, but a little bit more on also our receiving. And so we're going to look at Ephesians starting 4, 7 through 13. Um, so if everyone wants to flip there, I can just go ahead and, and read through it. So starting in verse 7, But to each one of us grace was given, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Therefore the scripture says, Having ascended to the height, he led captive those taken captive, and he gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended. What is it except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? This he that keeps referring is, is Christ. He who descended, he is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Okay, in this verse in 11. And he himself gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as shepherds and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints unto the work of the ministry, unto the building up of the body of Christ. And then finally in verse 13, until we all arrive at the oneness of the faith and of the full knowledge of the Son of God, at a full-grown man, at the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Okay, so there was a lot there. So just a little bit unpacking this. At seven, the he, again, the Lord gave each one of us grace. Grace was given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Then it talks about him ascending when he, when he not only resurrected, but he ascended to the third heavens, the right hand of God, and he gave gifts to men. And so these gifts in these verses is saying these gifts are actually people. And what these people are, we see it right there in 11. He himself gave some as apostles, that's one gift. Prophets, another gift. Evangelists, another gift. Shepherds, another gift. Teachers. And then all these gifts are given for a purpose, for a reason. For the perfecting of the saints, unto the work of the ministry, unto the building up of the body of Christ. So these different ones are given for perfecting all the believers. Unto the work of the ministry, and this results in the building up of the body of Christ. So saying this is another way to say the church being built up is the same as the body of Christ being built up. So God gave these gifts for his body to be built up. And there's there's a and, and there's a consummation here or there's a conclusion there's a goal. It, it's reached when we get to 13 until we all arrive we're all arriving. That's our, there's a destination we're going until we all arrive at the oneness of the faith, at the full knowledge of the Son of God, and at a full-grown man, at the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So in this, just, just to see that there's these different gifts, and I'm going to share a little bit on them. So apostle is, is a sent one. Is Literally the word means sent one. Um, prophets were ones who, like we said, 
spoke for the Lord. They were given particular revelation from, and they just spoke for the Lord. Evangelists. Maybe this is maybe more familiar to some of us. Evangelist is someone who um, shares the good news, especially the good news to, to unbelievers um, about Jesus Christ, about his death on the cross, about our, our redemption. And so maybe a, a famous one that is probably like, that might come to mind when you hear evangelist, Billy Graham. Billy Graham, definitely, he was a gift given to the body. Very clear. I think all believers recognize he was an evangelist. <laughs> and so, okay, so another, shepherds and teachers. Um, and kind of how this is, these, these two go together, but there's, there's two aspects, but they go together. It's like shepherding. We know that the Lord is the shepherd, but also we can shepherd or care for one another to meet the needs of one another. And, but that involves, part of that shepherding is, is teaching. It goes with teaching, teaching God's word, teaching the, the truth. And so all these things, there are particular members that God has given that have, so like Billy Graham, let's, let's stay on that. Okay, this particular one. He obviously could very good at preaching the gospel, but that was given not only that he would use that gift that he was given, that many would be saved, but that he could help perfect others to do what he does. He could help others preach the gospel to other people. Like I said, these gifts were given for the perfecting of the saints. And so all these gifts are given to help perfect others to do what they do. So on, on our side, and this is on the other side with, with the receiving, we need to both, we have, a, we have a function, we have a gift, we need to do that. But also, we need to realize, I am one member out of all the members of the body of Christ. I need to receive from everyone else. I need to receive that and be helped to do what, what others do, what other gifts are in the body. Because I'm, like, I'm here, I am a particular member, I am a gift, but I need to receive from the other members what they do. So... I may have never preached the gospel, but there's others who have preached the gospel, who are further along, that I can receive help, I can receive instruction, I could receive um, perfecting, using that word, from those members to do what they do. And it doesn't always mean I will... So, for example, if Billy Graham is helping someone else preach the gospel who's never preached before, it doesn't mean that person is now going to go out and have that same measure that Billy Graham has. Is they're, going to, they're going to save a million people or more in their lifetime. Maybe not. But that they save five people in their lifetime. Maybe they save like the members of their family. That is, that is wonderful that that member got helped or perfected to do what that gift, evangelist, Billy Graham could do. That they're... God has placed us in the body and surrounded us with many other members that have different gifts. And we can be helped to be perfected to do what they do. And what, what this is so encouraging too is we don't need to be all-inclusive. We don't have to have it all figured out. 
We can be what we are and just be open to receive from the other members and be helped from the other members and have the same attitude to help others and to perfect others in a very positive way. And so just, just sharing, and we'll share a little bit more, there's just some verses really quickly that kind of have this mindset that's there. So in Matthew 5, 3, This is Jesus speaking. He says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heavens. And so the meaning here, blessed are the poor in spirit, is not just blessed are you if, if you're poor physically, but poor in spirit, meaning you are emptied out and willing to receive. You have, you're not, oh, I've arrived. I, I know it all. I figured it out. I've got it down. I don't, I don't need anything. That we remain in an attitude of, Lord, I'm, I can always receive more. Lord, I want to keep advancing. I want to keep going on. I want to keep receiving help, keep being perfected in so many areas. We, we, we mentioned some. Prayer, I can, I can still endeavor and learn to pray both personally and with other believers. In speaking, Lord, I can, I can still be helped and receive much help from many other members on how to speak, how to speak one with you, Lord, how to speak your word, how to speak to others. I can receive help to speak. I can speak, but I can receive the help and, and keep endeavoring and keep advancing in speaking and learning to speak for you, Lord. And so I can be helped to learn how to share the gospel with others. Maybe I've never shared the gospel with anyone, but I can. there's help in the body. There's others that have. In this, there's these areas, but this, this transcends to so many areas. Maybe you're a student now. We're in college. A lot of times, the way this age is turning, there's a lot of attack against our faith about just being a believer. Maybe we're, we're struggling with that. But there's others around us that have faced that same struggle that we're facing now and have passed through it and, and can render help to us as we're struggling through it, can stand with us, can can pray with us, can share with us even their experience. And so we can get help in so many ways from others, but we have to have the attitude and the view. Lord, I'm here that I want to be poor in spirit. I want to be able to receive. And the same, it kind of goes with, with 18. This is kind of a, a pretty famous but quoted verse. In 18.3, it says, And said, Truly I say to you, Unless you turn and become like little children, you shall by no means enter into the kingdom of the heavens. This matter of becoming like a, a little child. Like, I have two kids. They're always, like, they're, they're not like they figured everything out. It's like they're learning. Every, every day they're learning something new, a new word. I even like mine are really young, but learning how to stand, how to walk, how to grab something, how to eat something. Every day is like learning, learning, learning. Little kids, and, and they even, you know, like you, you probably heard this, like little kids are like sponges, even it's good if you want them to learn another language to, to do it at a very young age because they're just open. Give them a new language, they're, they're open to receive it. Teach them this, they're open to receive it but that we would have this attitude as believers our entire life. Lord, I'm here. I never want to hit a point that I think I've arrived, I've attained, I'm, I'm there. But I have this attitude my whole life. Because if you have this attitude, 
this kind of way will help us to have a normal Christian life of constantly growing and developing and learning. But it's very much that we have this attitude and we're able to receive and desire and seek out fellowship with other believers in all these matters. In many areas of our life, we just realize, wow, I, I want to advance in this, but there's help there. And so I can fellowship with different ones. Hey, can you, I've never preached the gospel. Could you go with me and preach the gospel? Or I want to share something with my family, like, but I'm struggling. Like I've grown up with him. I don't know how, have you shared something with, with your family? How do you, in so many areas, we can receive the help. It's there in the body. But Satan fights against this. He tries to put this attitude in it like, well, and this can be there. It's like, well, it's me and Jesus. It's me and in his word. I can figure it out. I can do it on my own. It's like, eventually I'll, I'll, I'll arrive, I'll, I'll get it. If I just keep praying and reading God's word, I'll, I'll arrive. But by design, God did not make it that way. That God made us a member in the body that depends and needs the other member. We're not all inclusive. We can't do it all on our own. We need one another. We need one another's function. We need one another's portion. We need one another's gifts. We need one another's experiences. We need one another. You, I mean, think of this. In the matter of even schooling, you came here. You're not like, well, I'm thinking about um, being a nurse, and I don't really need school, and I don't need any textbooks. I don't need anything that has been learned in the last couple of centuries. I'm going to learn everything about anatomy and, and people's body all on my own. I'm going to start from scratch and learn it all on my own. No, no one has that attitude. You, you would never make any progress. You would never advance. You, you, would, you may make some, but you're like what you've learned has like, you know, was learned a thousand years ago. And it's like, but it's all here readily available. So we put ourselves under it like to learn, to be instructed, to be trained. That same way, that same attitude should remain with us our entire life, especially as believers. This is the way God designed it. And just the last verse, it's, it's, it's the same, same principle, same, but in Luke 1.53, it says, The hungry he has filled with good things, but the rich he is sent away empty. So it's, it's the same line. The rich are those like, oh, I've got it figured out. I know it. I, I, I have it. I've arrived. I've obtained. And it's like that kind of attitude I'm, I'm, is like, I'm rich. And, and, oh, you're rich. Okay, you don't need any more. Sent away empty. But the hungry, that we could have this attitude our, our entire Christian life, Lord, I'm hungry. There's more. God, you're the eternal, infinite God that has no limit. So I want to be eternally hungry, open, desiring, always to receive more. Receive more from you, Lord, to receive more from the members in your body, always to receive more, always to stay open and have this attitude. And so that this, this kind of, and this kind of, that this helps, this is very practical in our living and going forward that both again we're endeavoring as believers to enter into all these things to to be able to pray to be able to speak for the lord but also in all these areas 
we're, we're open to receive the help and the perfecting from others that have went before us, others that have particular gifts in these areas, and we're just open to receive. We know from our previous weeks in this Bible study topic that as a believer, we are members of the body of Christ and we have a function. In the Word, we can see that all believers have the ability to pray and all believers have the ability to speak. We can speak for the Lord and speak forth the Lord. In the Bible, the most common prophecy recorded is just believers speaking for God. When we speak forth what God has spoken to us, this is prophesying. Prophesying helps to build up the church. There are other kinds of gifts that we can see in Ephesians. Evangelists, prophets, shepherds, and teachers. These ones help others to be perfected in these different areas, which also builds up the body of Christ. It's through this kind of functioning together that we can hasten the Lord's return. Join us next semester to grow in Christ in the new year, right here on the Good Earth Podcast.